from the Financial Times in London, I'm Wai Kwan Chan and this is FT News. It's that time of the year again when the FT publishes its ranking of the top 100 MBA programmes worldwide. The results for 2018 are out today and Stanford Graduate School of Business is number one for the second time in six years. What else does this year's table tell us? Well, I'm in the studio with Jonathan Mills, business education correspondent, and Laurent Ortmans, our statistician, to talk about the results of the ranking. So, Laurent, you compiled the ranking. Now, why is Stanford back at the top? Well, Stanford is uh, one of the three top schools in America, along with Harvard and Wharton. And it is uh, indeed the second time they are number one in this ranking. This is the second time in 20 years, so actually the surprise is why is it only the second time. So what happened this year is that among the criteria we use to measure the ranking is the salary and salary increase. And Stanford alumni did very well. They have the largest salary on average three years after graduation at about $215,000. This compared to an overall average of $146,000. So you can see there's quite a gap compared to their competitors. They also do very well across all the other criteria. They're number four for career progress. We show that their students get a good job after they graduate. They do very well on research. They have good diversity in terms of women and international students. And for the U.S., they're probably one of the most international course. A big proportion of their alumni do an internship overseas, which is quite rare for U.S. programs. I should add to that. Behind that, Stanford is, it's known as the farm because that's what it was before it became a university a century ago. It's more like a factory for high achievers. And a lot of that is because the campus is based in the heart of Silicon Valley, which is home now to the world's largest company by market capitalization, Apple, alongside Facebook and Google And these are companies that are now the big recruiters for MBA graduates. So they come to Stanford to do that. Stanford also has a significantly smaller class size than its peers. So when Amazon come to Stanford, which they do at Harvard and Wharton and London Business School and INSEAD and all the rest, the Stanford students will get more time, more quality time with those companies, they're much more likely to get the better jobs, which is why they often get paid a lot more money than MBAs at other top schools. You have to pay a premium to get a Stanford graduate. I mean, that's what it is. There are fewer of them, so people have to fight more to get them. And they tend to be a lot more choosy. They actually had a record number of applications this year. But for this very small class size, that means that they are the pickiest of all the top schools. They're the hardest school to get into which means that they're going to get the best people. And that's also shown if you see the grade point average of Stanford. It's a degree higher than Harvard Business School or Wharton or London Business School, INSEAD, the rest. Yes, I read in your article that you mentioned that it's easier to get a senior post at Google than it is to get into Stanford. Yes, that's the level we're talking about. That's extraordinary. So why has it taken six years for Stanford to rise at the top again when the school has so many advantages? Well, they were were number one for the first time in 2012. 
And after that, they were number two for a couple of years. I mean, there's a lot of competition. The ranking is very competitive. Every school tried to do their best. And then Harvard was number one for three years. And then after that, there was INSEAD. And INSEAD was quite exciting being at the top because it was the first time a one-year MBA was number one. And at that time, Stanford dropped a little bit. They were number five two years ago. And the salary increase of their students dropped a bit. They didn't double the salary for the first time. So I'm not sure why. Maybe too many of the students were going into entrepreneurship and starting new companies. So maybe instead of going for the big corporate job, they they started their own company and didn't have the salary to compete with corporate jobs. And an indication of that could be that we've noticed in the rankings this year, Across the board, there's been a significant drop in the proportion of students starting up businesses. This may be reflected at Stanford, which is a sort of startup hub. It's still way above the rest of the schools in terms of people starting up well, businesses. It, it, it dropped quite a lot this year, actually. It dropped by about 14 percentage point to uh, 22%. So it's still above average, but it's a big drop compared to last year. And... As Laurent says, if you're not starting a business, you're going into a salaried job as an MBA, then your salaries will be that much higher. That could push up Stanford again. The other factor that Stanford's competing against, not just these other top US schools, but a general trend around the world, and this is particularly marked in the US, is that people don't want to go to business school for so long if they don't have to. And top schools outside the US, particularly in Europe, particularly INSEAD, which has been our top school in the last few years, offer shorter courses. INSEAD can be completed in 10 months only. It means that the cost of the MBA is much cheaper because you don't have to pay for two years. And then the cost of not working during that time is also a lot less. So after seeing INSEAD at the top for two years... Is it unusual to see a two-year MBA reach the number one position? No, it shouldn't be unusual. But what's interesting is there were a lot of talks about two-year MBA being too long, uh, not fit for purpose. But actually, we've seen a revival of the two-year MBA programs this year. They're doing much better than their one-year peer. The biggest increase this year is from a two-year MBA, Royal School of Management. They went up 19 places. This may also be another factor of the flight to quality. And behind that is the fact that people are going to certain schools. So there are lots of schools in the US that run two-year courses. And most of those have seen declining applications. At the same time, you've seen record applications at these top schools like Stanford and Harvard. And it shows that people are being much more picky about what MBA course they go on. Um, There's a concern that maybe fewer people are going on MBA courses, but those that do want to go on, therefore, want to make their time work. So they will go to these top courses and not the long tail of other courses out there that some of them are really struggling. And it's a very long tail because there's about 550 other US schools which didn't make it in the ranking. And we're probably quite struggling. I mean, here we're really talking the 50 US schools in the ranking. We're really talking about the elite in the US. Okay. Now we've talked about US schools, but what is happening in the rest of the world? Well, Asian schools are doing very well. There are a record 15 Asian schools in this year's ranking, and including the highest new entrant, which is uh, Lin Kong Chiang at the Singapore Management University, and they're straight into 49. So it kind of reflects a shift in the world economy, isn't it? 
Asia is doing very well and we see for the first time in many years there is no school from Africa, no school from South America, maybe regions which are economically more struggling. Okay, thank you so much for your time and insights today, Jonathan and Laurent. And if you'd like to read more about the MBA ranking, please go to ft.com MBA. Thank you for listening. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellingcat.com.